he transforms back to his natural state, saying nothing as the glint of his bowie knife catches the moonlight. He is not planning on wasting any of his time with this low-level punk, so he's going to make this quick. Welcome to the Malibulge. This is Regarding Spawn, the world's best Spawn podcast. I'm your co-host, John Fisher. And I am your co-host, David Williams. And uh, Johnny, it's, uh, it's, not so, it's not so lonely in the, the Spawn recording booth today. Um, oh no? You got, got a guest? A, I have a guest. I have a guest right here. I have a guest uh, revealed at the end of our last episode. Um, I uh oh watching over you. Watch yeah, so so I got a so at the end of the last episode for those that may have skipped it, we opened some spawn trading cards and I just have a member of Spawn's universe watching over me. Uh very important the, and very specifically Spawn the movie trading cards. Yes, Spawn the movie trading cards. They, uh, and this, why is that important for this particular character? Why is that important indeed? Well, Johnny, if you remember, I talked about one particular person who had one <laughs> particular aspect. And it's it's uh, Terry Fitzgerald. It's uh, D.B. Sweeney's Terry Fitzgerald, or as we call him on the show, White Terry. He's, White uh, Terry. He's, he's watching over me, making sure that I'm not doing anything wrong. Hey, I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want the wrath of White Terry. Actually, the the more I look at it, the more unsettled I am because, like, when they took the picture, his eyes are like just off center, like staring just to the left of me, and it's it's eerie. I might I might have to uh, I might have to abandon this mid record, but but I'm sticking to it. it up. <laughs> Put a blanket over it. <laughs> I don't I don't want to do anything bar- embarrassing uh, in the sight of our Lord our Lord White Terry. <laughs> See, I thought you'd have that Jessica Priest one watching over you. Well, J- Johnny, the the uh, the audio to that would be uh, un unsubmittable for <laughs> for other people's listening pleasures. Um, yeah, <laughs> it would just be like it would just be me being boobs, boob, boobs, much like so uh, a lot like the early episodes of the show where yeah where I could only say the word spawn. Now I would be only able to say the word boobs. I would be like a Pokemon. <laughs> boobies, boobies, boobies. You're going to get canceled. <laughs> Here comes a bonk, a bonk incoming. Bonk. <laughs> bonk. I needed that. I needed that. Thank you very much. There you go. Uh, well, welcome, everyone. Welcome to Regarding Spawn, where each week we bring you two issues from Spawn's universe. Mm-hmm. Spawn's universe with a not white Terry. Um, usually, unless we cover the movie, which we will one day, I guess. Yeah. It's, a, it's like a big looming, it's like the Doughboys and McDonald's, like, you know. <laughs> I imagine we'll cover it leading up to the mo- the new movie. Uh, I hope it's I hope it's not like the Doughboys McDonald's, where they vowed that that will be their final episode, so. <laughs> no, we don't want to do that. If, if No, it's just that if we vow to have it be our last episode, um, 
it's going to be a very long time before we get there. <laughs> It'll be a very long time before we cover it. And then potentially could never cover it. No, we'll probably cover the movie leading up to the new movie, I would imagine. Oh, that Johnny, that would be a... That's, that that's be what smart. should be the bit. Leading up to the movie, we have four episodes about the movie with a different guest each time. That would be great. Because it's really easy to get people to guess about a movie. You can just watch yeah. a movie. Yeah. We'll talk about Spawn the Movie. It's Spawn the Movie Month. Oh, if only it were in, like, like hopefully it has an October release, so it could be Spawn Timber for September. Spawn Timber, yeah. If it's July, it'd just be Spawn. <laughs> Spawn Lie. Spoon? Spoon Lie? Oh, I bet boy. it's a fall or a March release. It might take that, like, sweet March spot that, like, a lot of adult comic book movies used to take, like 300 and V for Vendetta. The the it's so far away from award season that you don't have to worry about like the block the the what's the word I'm looking for the prestige sort of dramas taking away any action right yeah but no this isn't about spawn the movie we're about yet. two issues from spawn's universe yet yet it isn't yet <laughs> that's a teaser but today we have two issues uh we have a mainline spawn issue mm-hmm. 323 we're filling in that gap between the kind of reboot, uh, jumping on point of 297, going up until when we started the show here, which was somewhere in the, uh, what, 230s? or I can, I can tell you precisely where it was. Precisely where it was. It. We started doing it uh, 330. Cause... 330. So we got just a few more. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, yeah, we're, we're going from... Uh, 297 to 330, so we're filling in that gap, bring you up to date, then we're going to go do some other fun stuff, but that's our first issue, is Spawn 323, mm-hmm. all the way back from October 2021, so this was born in spooky season. It's it's pretty, it's got spooky season written all over it, Johnny. It does, especially with one of the covers that I have, which we'll oh, get to. Which is probably the cover I have as well. Ooh, interesting. Mm. Uh, but before we get too far ahead of ourselves, the second issue we'll be covering today is Gunslinger 24, which is monumental because yeah. it is Brett Booth's, as of now, his final issue of Gunslinger. He's switching over to mainline Spawn. Monumental for many reasons other than that, too. Holy crap. <laughs> this, this issue is like the seed for their, like, here's a whole bunch of stuff for you, Todd Father. Go with it. <laughs> yeah. Wild. Yeah, it's uh, it's real interesting with a really uh, uh, unexpected and gruesome ending for uh, Brett Booth, <laughs> if that is indeed his final panel of Gunslinger. Oh boy, although although in all honesty, it looks like he had fun with it. So, oh yeah, as much fun as you can have with it. Yeah, but we can um, we can discuss that when we get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. We're getting. I'm putting the cart before the horse. I'm putting the gunslinger before the spawn, David. <laughs> I gotta oh, sp- boy. We're do- you can't, you can't we're do that. spawn first. No. Yeah. So, we were talking about how it came out in October 2021, spooky season. I was buying spawn at this point. This is when I was, like, into it, into it. This is probably about the time I started texting you being like, hey, this is spawn guy, eh? Yeah, so this is probably, like, a month or two before I actually started picking it up. Uh, but it was one that there was still on the still on the shelf, so I was able to pick it up. Yeah, but it was it was around that time. 
I have a, my reading copy here is a really awesome Spawn cover where it's Bjorn Barons. Mm-hmm. That's the one I have as well. Well, there's two different ones so by Bjorn Barons. Oh, really? So I have one with Spawn and some wolves. Yeah, that's the one I have. Oh, okay. Well, there's another one, I believe, by Bjorn Is that what I want, Bjorn Barons? Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, this is what we talked about last week. Yeah, this is, this is why I was saying it would be good for spooky season. But yeah, the one I have is Spawn. The one that I'm reading mm-hmm. is Spawn, like, in the middle of, like, a field, like, maybe icy field. And he's raised some wolves, zombies, wolves. Yeah. They're like the zombie bear in um, Annihilation. Yeah. Oh, boy, that thing freaked me the fuck out. It's scary. I, I talked to so many people who were like, yeah, that was fucking dumb. And it was like, what are you talking about? Really? Everyone I knew thought it was fucking terrible. That was one of the most frightening things I have ever witnessed. And the way it breathed and stuff. Yeah, I'd yeah. imagine these wolves would breathe a similar way to that bear on Annihilation. The zombie yeah. bear. Oh, but he's geez. he's 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 bottom up. They're in a boneyard. Speaking speaking of speaking of speaking of uh the bear from Annihilation, Johnny the puggy is uh going off and will be all over this half of the recording. So all right, so I if gotta, you hear I the go silence that pug, <laughs> silence that pug. Okay, we're back. Where were we? Uh oh yeah, the the bear in Annihilation. Yeah, and like he's he's raised these wolves. He's like, he's doing the Misfits song, Dig Up Her Bones. Yeah. <laughs> Dig up her bones. Shout out to the Spawn Fiend. Yeah. And, you know, the, the original, all the, all the original fiends who are probably, you know, this. I have a feeling that being a fiend very naturally lent to being a Spawn fan when it, when it, when it dropped in the early 90s. You know? Yeah, well, the the guy who sang "Dig Up Her Bones" was an original fiend. It's not um, yeah, no, it's that's not, the guy that replaced uh, it's not Danzig. Danzig. Yeah, Michael Graves, I believe his name is. That's cool. That's that's like a like Graves. Get it? Yeah, I J- Johnny. I don't get it. You'll have to explain it to me. Um, okay, that's that's basically that's basically the story of Tom Healy going from comic books comic book store guy to uh, editor in chief of all Spawn titles. You just go That's from nice. being some guy to singing the Misfits. Hell yeah, that'd be pretty dope though. But yeah, great Bjorn Barons cover. Love the wolves. Yeah. In a boneyard, but there's another Bjorn Barons cover for three twenty three, and it's it's clown. It's clown baby. Clown at a house, um, where there is hilariously a Captain America. Batman and Wonder Woman trick-or-treating. Mm-hmm. And there's a little chibi spawn to the right. Yeah, and I there's see a sign. He's, he's like a little he's like gourd a little spawn. Ragdoll. He's like a squash yeah, a ragdoll or is he made out of gourds? Uh, he's got little button eyes so I think he's I think he's a ragdoll. Oh yeah, he's a ragdoll. The little spawn doll he got some skulls. But yeah, it's, it's the clown sitting on a porch and Captain America, Batman, and Wonder Woman are trick-or-treating, and Clown's holding a human heart and a potato heart. <laughs> no, it's a it's a, a human heart eyeball with an eyeball attached to it for some reason, and a brain uh, with little like uh 
like little cocktail swords in it. Mmm, <laughs> delicious. Yeah. And it's this classic clown with his striped shirt and button. And his, be- his belly just sticking out. <laughs> his belly just sticking all the way out. And there's a little, a little warning demon sign with a picture of the violator on it at the base of the stairs. I don't think these kids are going to want these brains or these hearts. I, I don't know. That, that, that Batman sure, sure seems ready to take it off his hands, though. <laughs> yeah, he's eager. He's like, give me that eyeball. Just, I want the me, eyeball. Give me, give me. Give me, give me, give me, give me. Yeah, it's uh, it's amazing. Variant cover I got. So it also has a sign pointing to him that says the king. Yeah. Which is, it sounds like a diss at Spawn. Oh, what? The like, clown? I'm the real king. The yeah, clown he wants to be the dissing king. dissing Spawn? Never. Yeah. How could he Never. do it? How dare he? But yeah, it's another October spooky cover. And then there's a third cover, a Todd McFarlane cover, I think. That's, that's, what, that's what it says. It's. It's just it's spawn, uh, impaled from the back with a sword, and it's got some nice. cool. It's basically black and white except for the red parts of spawn's cape and the green necroplasm. Okay, what kind of so, just a sword, huh? Yeah, just just a sword and uh, some white light in the background. Oh, it's it's good. It's good. I like it. We like the Todd like Father. It. Yeah, I don't like it more than the Bjorn Barons cover, but it is a solid cover. Yeah, Bjorn Barons did a double whammy on this one. Man, he he did the he did a double B. Yeah, that's because he is double B. Yeah, BB. Uh, a Baron's bombardment is what he did. Double whammy, double barbary. Not barbary. Double barbary. Barons. I'm getting my double Bjorn Barons. What you got your B's mixed up, buddy? My my uh, B artists on Spawn mixed up, Johnny. You sure are. Okay, I think we need to. I think we need to clarify who is who from this credits page. Let's do it. So we got kind of a new flipping the script. Looks like a little like a little um baton pass here a little bit because you got Todd McFarlane on a script plot on this mm-hmm. issue. Yep, yep, yep. And Rory McConville pulling up some plot. So And Rory so Rory McConville is the one that takes over here. So um the <laughs> <laughs> um, even though even though both of them are credited, uh, the Todd Father definitely did more work in this book because, as far as plot goes, um, there's a little bit of plot, and most of it is uh, talking back and forth. So <laughs> a lot of script, a L- lot of script. Uh, we got Carlo Barberi and Thomas Natchlick doing art. Yeah, doing a couple. Of Thomas Natchlick does there. pages eighteen to twenty. Uh, um, Tom Wojciechowski on lettering. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we got two colorists as well. We got J. David Ramos doing the colors for Carlo Barberi and then Nico Kautzis. Sorry if I butcher that. Uh, doing pages 18 to 20. And that's the colorists. I mean, Johnny, I, I, I don't speak no Greek, so you probably did it better than I did, <laughs> than I could have. <laughs> so. All right. Hey, it's all Greek to me. <laughs> hey, we covered the covers. And what what wonderful covers they are. The wonderful covers of Bjorn. <laughs> We're off to see the covers. We're off to see the covers. The wonderful covers of Bjorn. Bjorn. <laughs> and Todd Father's the creative director. Thomas Healy's the editor. He's not editor-in-chief yet, because I guess uh, only... Scorch number Scorch. one is where he becomes it. Yeah, so... the. 
all four ongoing titles aren't currently ongoing at this point. Sad. Yeah. We're we anticipating the Scorch. Mm-hmm. Oh, they, and they... we get a nice little ad for it at the back of this issue. Yeah. Like a double ad. They they uh they talk about it in the spawning grounds, but we'll get the, we're getting ahead of ourselves, Johnny. Oh my god. Alright. So previously <laughs> in Spawn, a blackout still encompasses the small town of Montrose after Spawn's battle with a vampire turned kidnapper. But now he sees even more company lurking in the dark. I don't understand why vampire turned kidnapper needed to be in quotation marks. <laughs> like he's literally know, a vampire funny. who kidnaps people. It's not it's, <laughs> it's what he is. That's what he is. <laughs> oh boy. Wonderful. We start off, Johnny. We're back at that cabin in the woods. Cabin in the woods. Yeah. Is that a, is that a song? Yeah, it's it's from that terrible Evil Dead the musical. Oh, right. <laughs> Great. Yeah. That that exists. I'd go to it. I'd I'd pay to be I, in the splash zone. That would be fun. I'd see it. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, it happens. Fuck it. Fuck it. The music's not very good. No. The writing for the music's not like the the writing of the lyrics is not very good, so that's what I mean. Yeah. I just remember the song What the Fuck Was That? Ooh, what the fuck was that? Your sister has turned like... into a zombie. What yes, you know, that's that? exactly that's terrible. <laughs> the, it does have the the immortal line, bitch just ripped my pre-ripped Abercrombie in it though, Johnny. Uh and that's that's some uh, golden lyricism, if I've ever heard. <laughs> I forgot they said it in like contemporary too, so that bugs me. Abercrombie. It's um it, it definitely takes the uh inherent misogynism uh mis- misogyny of like budget horror and makes it just like plain text in the lyrics and it makes me sad. They could yeah. be a little nicer to the ladies in that show. <laughs> but well, that's not what we're here for. No, no rant from David's today. We ain't got time for that. This isn't this isn't movie the musical podcast. Ain't nobody got time for that. Uh uh-uh. uh. Is that another one for that fucking musical? No no, no that's um. It was oh hold on I'm gonna have to fucking look it this up. This is now a music podcast where David sings songs and I ask what they are. <laughs> yeah no it was uh, Jennifer Lewis and Brandy just like filming themselves in one of their houses. Um, okay. And it's, they're singing, I don't want nobody fucking with me in these streets. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's absolutely fucking wonderful. If you haven't seen it, I'm going to have to click on a link and send it to you. It's only like yeah, 45 seconds long. So you should probably go ahead and watch it like right now. Right now? You can watch it. You can watch it later. But I just sent it to you. It's absolutely wonderful. All right, I'll watch it later. Okay. I mean, we could we could watch it on the podcast. We could just like put the audio. <laughs> no. Um. Okay. Shit. What were we doing? Oh, we opened on a cabin in the woods, Johnny. Cabin in the woods. Oh no, we're doing it again. <laughs> no, no, no. We're stuck in no, a no, loop, Johnny, Johnny. This one is uh, produced, written, and directed by Joss Whedon. So. 
Ooh, my favorite. <laughs> Great. Speaking of Great. being mean to women. <laughs> Did we cancel Spe- ourselves yet, Johnny? <laughs> you were talking about boobs, now we're talking about Joss Whedon. I think it's done. <laughs> all right. Uh, like us, subscribe to us, leave us messages, you know, all that good stuff. <laughs> we might not be back ever again. <laughs> the podcast police are going to get into uh Johnny. I think this is a classic. We just don't want to get into the issue because... I think it is, too. Let's just go to the second page. All right, there's a fucking cabin in the woods. It's dark. There's a shitload of text explaining that it's dark. Uh, yeah, it's... Uh, so it's it's so dark, it's mis- it's mysteriously and magically dark. And, uh, like, the power company has spent a week trying to be like, we don't know why it's dark. Also, Spawn's been hanging out at this place for fucking ever. yeah. He was there for five days, tortured the guy last week from Monday to Friday, and yeah. now he's still there a week later. Yeah. It's like it's it's like his new his new vacation home. He's decided to take some he's just chilling. some some time just for himself and he's hanging out at this fucking creepy vampire kidnap torture rape cabin. Ugh. Then some fucking freak I could think of, comes this is, down. Yeah. I don't know, he's like he's got like He's got, like, a red cloak. He's, like, trying to be gunslinger or some shit. Yeah. He's got a red coat and some chains, but he's he's a, he's a vampire called Rebirth. Rebirth. Uh, they, they, uh, the, the Tom father forgot a little colon there between the re and the birth, Johnny. We're gonna have to... <laughs> oh, right, because that's gonna respawn. We're gonna have to tell him, tell him a thing or two. Uh, this yeah, he's like I, the leader of this this little gang of vampires, I guess. Little, you got Indiana Jones vampires. <laughs> you got you got uh, '80s punk vampire. You've got a you guy John who, Constantine. <laughs> you got a random lady vampire. Uh, you got uh, like high school jock vampire. A whole bunch. They got they got the <laughs> you just got the whole gamut, like uh, all all those sort of background characters. We got them. So he's like, wait outside. I'm gonna go get Spawn. Although it's it is good out. to know it is good to know that they gave this uh, the punk with the mohawk. They gave him black laces on his boots instead of red laces. So he might be a vampire, but at least he ain't no Nazi. Red laces means you're a Nazi. Uh, yeah. If you ever see anybody in punk get up with their big black boots and they've got red laces, they're more likely than not to be uh, Nazis. I didn't know that. Yeah. Did you ever see Green Room with Sir Okay, Patrick yeah, Stewart? I've seen Green Room. Yeah. I, I saw it, that's, but I don't remember everything about it. That's because it's the, the white power skinhead bar, and when he's like, when he's like, we got to call in all the people, red laces only. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. Well, yeah, this guy's like, me only, tells everyone to wait outside. Yeah. And they grumble with dissatisfaction. Yeah. Can, can I say, they, Johnny? The the yeah. the grill of that Chevy truck, it's done really well. <laughs> it is that truck's drawn very well. I have, uh, I have a a certain appreciation for somebody who can draw the Chevy Chevron and have it look close to what it's supposed to be. Because I went through a Chevy phase when I was like seven or eight, and I could never get that goddamn thing to look right. Deceptively hard when you're a child who don't know nothing about drawing, you know. Hey man, I can't draw shit. <laughs> I, the only every, thing I can draw is a card. Every <laughs> That's good. That's when good. Every when I play Magic the Gathering. Every year for her birthday, I give Wanda a birthday card. 
um, that has a chihuahua that I draw in it because the joke was that I'd promised to give her a chihuahua for her birthday every year. Um, and hand-drawn cartoons of chihuahuas counts as giving her a chihuahua. Um, and they look like rats, just straight-up rats. It's hilarious. That's awesome. She's always excited to see what, what new form of <laughs> rat-like chihuahua I give her. It's like the urban legend. Yeah. <laughs> you bring the rat home from Mexico, the sewer rat that thinks it's a chihuahua. Oh, man. I was watching Pluto TV, and they had urban legend Bloody Mary on. Oh, man. Which was hilarious. It was so funny. Pluto this TV. girl. Pluto TV is great. This girl. It was like killing people through urban legends, obviously. Yeah. And so the girl. The, it was the one with the spider and the pimple, mm-hmm. where she, like, popped a pimple and a million spiders came out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she got killed by the spiders. I like I like how many different versions of that there is. There's the the spider egg as a pimple. There's the eating Taco Bell that had a spider egg sack in it, and the egg right. sack implants itself in your throat. <laughs> of course, Actually, I guess those are the only two I know. I guess there's swallowing I mean, the spider, and then just like the spiders coming out of your mouth. There's a whole bunch of spiders and mouth mm-hmm. shit. They say you eat a bunch of spiders when you're sleeping. Yeah. That's fine. Actually, spiders are fucking cool. Stop being so scared of them, everybody. Jeez. Jeez. Yeah, what's the deal? I don't know. Although, <laughs> so so shortly after Wanda and I bought our house and moved in, uh, my parents came up to, you know, when you buy a house, your parents come by and they either do a housewarming with you or they help you, you know, get some stuff straight. Um, and since our house was a short sale and it was empty for a couple of years, we had a, a lot of work to do. Um but so my parents brought a whole bunch of tools up with them that they just didn't need. Uh, one of them was a, a shovel that my father had spray painted red because he says everybody needs a little red shovel. Tan- tangentially, everybody on my fucking block has one red shovel. I don't understand it. It's apparently a thing that you need a red shovel. But anyway, okay. so, so he spray painted the shovel red and it was up here. And then one day I saw a black widow spider crawling out of it. And it's, there was spray paint on its web. So my parents, my dad literally spray painted a Black Widow into the shovel and then brought it up to me from Oklahoma. Oh my God. So so I don't know if we uh, normally had Black Widows before, but I guess now we probably do have Black Widows up here over on the west side of Chicago. So, hell Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's why we're scared of spiders because a lot of them are poisonous. So probably like ancestrally. Yeah, but the the super po- most of the super poisonous ones, like you have to seek out in order for them to get to you. Uh, okay, you're right. But I mean, they do have a they do have lots of legs. They are really hairy. They got lots of eyes. There's there's a lot of good reasons to be scared of spiders. Yeah, they're just creepy. Yeah. But they're really cool. They <laughs> Give me the heebie-jeebies talking about spiders. Yeah. Do you know, you know what else gives me the heebie-jeebies, Johnny? This empty room Va- that Rebirth is walking through. It's a, yeah, but then he walks into like a cartoon where there's like a brick wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's trying to get to the basement. Uh, is that how you're going to play to get the this? basement. Spawn has like created a brick wall. With cheap parlor tricks? You're better than that. <laughs> he even calls it out in the text. <laughs> Come on, Spawn. You're better than that. Um... And Spawn uh, reveals himself to indeed be better than that because he just shadow blasts in behind him. 
He has a big gun. He's, a, like he's a got the shotgun. He's got the shotgun with the the shells that would from, kill Spawn in it. Though, right from above the fireplace. Though this might be a. I don't know if it's been reloaded or not because the last time we saw the shotgun, um, it was empty. Mm. So so I don't In real know. time. Yeah, I don't know if this is supposed to be a bluff or an actual, an actual. He could shoot him. I'm sure he had time to reload it, David. He's been there for like weeks. Remember, yeah, he's, been there for two, he's been there for two weeks setting up intricate jigsaw puzzles. How much time do you have left for reloading the shotgun after that? I don't know. I don't know. That's either. true. It takes a while to create all those spike walls for that guy to crawl through. Yeah. And then he had to shadow blast, uh, shadow blast the lady to a social worker and all that. He had a lot of cleaning up. Exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably why he stayed in the cabin so long. He just took a nap. <laughs> he fell. He fell asleep on the couch and then woke up and was like, "Wait, how long was I down? <laughs> how many days has it been?" <laughs> I've accidentally done that. I've uh. I've I've taken the day off work to take a dog to the vet at three in the afternoon, and at like eleven o'clock, been like, yeah, I could take a nap, and then I didn't wake up until five, and I was like, wait, what the shit? <laughs> How did? Oh I do no, that? <laughs> that happens. Yeah, that's what happened to Spawn. He took a nap here, and now this guy's coming after him. Yeah, he must he must have just waken him up, cause cause Al Simmons is being kind of kind of smarmy here. <laughs> I don't even know what they're talking about. They're just like talking about everything and nothing at once. Yeah, because rebirth, rebirth is like uh, I'm here because I want to survive. I want to outsmart our enemies, and Al's like, and just who are our enemies? <laughs> uh, and then rebirth says, "I'm sensing sarcasm in your voice." <laughs> and then Al Simmons turns into a seven year old and goes, "You think?" <laughs> uh. <laughs> it's like it's like we were. For half a second, we're, like, transported to an episode of Full House, and then yeah. <laughs> immediately back to the cabin of the woods. <laughs> you think? <laughs> Cut uh. it out. Um, and, then, and then Rebirth is just... It's very hard to, to, like, recall the thread of the conversation. But basically, Rebirth is laying down, um, like, the vampires The vampires have a loose association with heaven, though heaven really hates the fact that they're largely based from, from hell, because, uh, like, there's that historical hellness to the vampires. Um, yes. They have loose associations with hell, but hell hates how vampires all started as mortal beings, so they're technically more of an earth team than a hell team. Um, and that obviously vampires and the, the spawn should all be pretty closely related because, you know, basically they're, they're related due to the vampire vampire technology inherent in the, in the symbiote. Symbiote. Yes. Um, and so, so that's basically what what rebirth says, and Al's just like, no, nah, I don't, I don't, nope, don't care, mm -mm, I don't no, care, mm, no. And then uh, apparently, the the vampireness allows rebirth to just like completely, completely nullify the symbiote. So that's that's frightening that the vampires can control the symbiote, even though Al Simmons has got it on. Whew. 
Yeah, that is a little scary. Yeah, and then we wouldn't want that. And then this is this is this is actually kind of a fucked up part. So while Al Simmons is is incapacitated on the floor, and Rebirth starts to recount how uh, the darkness, the ongoing darkness, has given all of his vampire friends and buddies and comrades the ability to just chow the fuck down on this small town, and that. That can't be very good for Al's psyche because he literally magically absorbed all this this energy and light to save one human's life. And here he is accidentally, inadvertently leading to the entire destruction of a whole ass town. <laughs> That's pretty fucked See, up. I don't Johnny. think he would care. I don't think he cares because he cares more about the saving the person was a byproduct. He cared more about destroying that vampire and torturing yeah. him. He's selfish sometimes. All right, a little bit. A little He's bit. probably he would go. You think I care? Those people are they're collateral damage in a war. He'd said he'd he'd probably say um, as he has a couple of times recently. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> and apparently, it wasn't just the townsfolk from this one town who got who got et by the vampires. The like outside camera crews that kept trying to. You know, get a, a news story out of the, the weird mystical darkness. They also met a, a terrible fate. <laughs> and I got this, yeah. this cameraman just getting attacked from behind. And I like <laughs> I like I like that his, his camera is tossed from his hands. It's real fun. Just flying in the air, yeah. Just flying. So then Rebirth uses his super vampire strength to pick up Spawn by the cape and like throw him against the wall. Yeah. And then, and then he does some really dickish and just picks up a sofa with his like pinky. Yeah, be like, look at me, I can pick up a sofa. Just to just to snap off one of the the wood legs so he can use it as a as a stake. But now, then then he starts trying to be like, I need you to give me uh, the dead zones, the dead zones. Give me the dead zones. Give to me. Give me the dead zones. Like. Keeps keeps trying to broker deals, and Al Simmons isn't the deal making type. Nope. Well. He's willing to make deals, but only deals that he proposes. He never accepts anybody else's deal. Usually not. Yeah. And then Al gets a Al gets a, the stake right to the heart for refusing to accept Re- Rebirth's deal. And then we get a nice little cartoony arg. <laughs> yeah, just screaming. And he just pulls back like to the cabin and shows yeah. everyone surrounding it. Yeah, it's pretty fun. That's pretty fun. And then well, we get some. James Bond villain monologuing, kind of, where he spends more time explaining that he's going to kill Spawn than actually killing him. And he tosses a, the fireplace poker, sp- fireplace poker right into Spawn's chest. So he's double skewered. Yeah. And he's like, you know, if you're not going to join me, I have to kill you. And I, I, I think you'd agree that I have to kill you, right? <laughs> and then Al Simmons does another show of force by being like, you think you got me down? I'm something different than I was. I might not be at my full strength, but I have power enough. Then he, he starts to shake the earth. Johnny, he's a he's an earth mover. He's he's moving he's a mover and shaker. shaker. And evidently this uh, cabin was built on a graveyard. Graveyard, yeah. Either that or it's Or Yeah. What? Oh, I was gonna say either that or it's uh, as you pointed out earlier, maybe the uh, 
the the remains from the vampire's snacks. Yeah, that's obviously what it is. I'm just yeah. trying to be a jerk. Ooh, I didn't build out a graveyard. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't think of that, Johnny. I was just like, where the fuck did all these bodies come from? You're the one that you're the one that put logic in this. I was just like, ah, oh, it's some spooky stuff. He could bury him a little farther apart, though. Yeah. You know, you'd think he'd bury him, you know, like spread it out a little bit. They're pretty densely concentrated. Yeah, maybe it's maybe it's like a make maybe it's like the the old a cemeteries on the on the north side where where they've moved the they've moved the cemeteries like three or four times, but they keep forgetting a lot of the bodies. <laughs> and so hey, so anytime they do construction on the north side of Chicago, they have to have uh, somebody there, I think, from uh, the health department or the like, the county examiner's office. So that way, if they hit a body, they can be <laughs> they can be logged and uh, taken to whatever the office that deals with missing bodies is. Very exciting. Yeah. Got a. I lost. I lost momentum. My momentum, Johnny. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. I was listening to that story. That was really interesting. I was like, "Oh, I didn't know that." Yeah, there's there's actually in Lincoln Park, the park. There's plaques that say, "Oh, hey, yeah, this actually used to be a cemetery before it was a park." So there's a you're probably walking over tons and tons of bodies that nobody knows are there. <laughs> it's fun. Hope you don't get haunted. Yeah, just don't build a chicken shack on top of it. Have I? Have you don't want to do that. Have have we talked before about poultry? The, you talking about poultry po- guys? Poultry again? guys. St- <laughs> yeah, you talked about poultry poultry guys like three times. Have you seen it yet? No. Ah, you gotta. See it. It's it's awful, but it's a trauma film, so it's 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 enjoyably awful. All right, all right, I'll check it out. I like those kind of movies. <laughs> So fucking good. That'd be hilarious to spawn raise an army of chickens to come take these guys. <laughs> Could you imagine? He just he just he just uh travels through America's heartland uh raising the bodies of dead animals or the carcasses of animals like slaughtered for meat, and that's just the army he uses to attack the world. I mean, he does raise animals on that Bjorn Barron's cover. He just uh, walks through walks through Grant Park where the the slaughterhouses used to be, and just has like an army of pigs. Hog butcher to the world, Johnny. <laughs> no, he he doesn't have pigs. He doesn't have chickens. He has zombies. Yeah, he's got zombies. And they all come surround all these guys. Yeah. And rebirth is just like it's like no, no, what, no. What? Uh, I didn't want this to happen. Ugh. Yeah. But he can't let it. He can't lose the confidence of his tribe, so he has to stay strong. Yeah. And then we get some classic Todd Father talking about a boss. Yeah. Talking about a boss. Our leader, attack now. Yeah. Al, Al just kicks the shit out of Rebirth, is what starts happening here. Like he's yeah. Hit, he's hitting him with the chains. He's kicking him in the back. And he's just. He's just not holding back. Not holding back. And then. And then we get into the Thomas Natchik of it all, Johnny. Yeah, then, then they drop the... Then Carlo Barbieri drops his pencil and goes, ah! And then, <laughs> Thomas Natchik picks it up. He goes, he goes, you're looking for this? <laughs> well, I'm going to draw it now, motherfucker. <laughs> I wonder why they do that. Do you think someone just ran out of time? 
sometimes it's because they ran out of time. Sometimes um, I'm sure it might be a way to, especially because Thomas Snatch like starts getting further into it. Like, so I guess I should preface this with I don't know for sure, but I I bet it has something to do with kind of. Time obviously has an element in it, but it also might be just a way for them to recruit somebody and get them going on something. Sure. I don't know if you're required to, like, I'm sure company to company it's different, but there might be, like, a minimum number of pages that they need from somebody in order to contract them for more work. And it might just Mm. be a couple of pages here, a couple of pages there, a couple of pages somewhere else helps fulfill that part of the the agreement okay but i have i have a feeling it might also be that todd mcfarland's like hey if we put this guy here and then we'd be like hey remember how cool that fucking art was in that that guy's gonna be doing a whole fucking thing his art fits great for these zombies they look great oh yeah they look great thomas natchlik's spawn work is beautiful i'm very excited for uh for more of it same on Twitch, right? Yeah. Is it Same on Twitch yeah. or is it uh, No Home Here? No, No Home Here no, is Sam Jonathan Glampian. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Come on, David. We just covered it in the respawn. Like three respawn times. Respawn con year one. Like three times we've covered it. Um, three times. And then also, also excellent work from Thomas Natchlik here. Spawn has decapitated Rebirth and just like tosses the head at the vampires. <laughs> oh, boy. He's got like a... Yeah. Just rips it right off. Just right off. And then and then the zombies all descend on Rebirth's body. <laughs> they just rip it to shreds. Spawn's like Sp- Spawn uh doesn't know how to use the the uh the mail system and he's like, "Okay, I don't know how to get this head to your boss. Will you somebody take it with you?" Uh also this letter that I've prepared. I couldn't find a stamp, so could you take this message to him? <laughs> Find your boss. The message is he wants to meet him alone, face to face. Gotta meet that boss. Speaking of message delivery, do you think the gunslinger doesn't quite understand USPS in this time he's found himself in since he came from uh, Pony Express times? Yeah, uh, probably. I mean, I don't understand the USPS. Privatized messenger couriers as they were. I mean, he'd just be dumbfounded by all the stuff you can order on Amazon, probably. Yeah, probably. I'd like to see. I'd like to see his take on uh on the accuracy of the cowboyness of Woody in the Toy Story films. <laughs> uh, no, I got on Amazon because I bought a bunch of cat toys for Barbie. Yeah, I guess it like thought I had like other animals. It it started recommending me like hats for like ducks. Like the pictures were like ducks wearing these little top hats. And you can buy them. <laughs> I guess you could also put them on cats, but in the pictures they use ducks. Yeah, and I was like, why the fuck is Amazon recommending me these duck hats? Well, Johnny, they want you to go to the park and start, like, capturing ducks and putting hats on them. <laughs> I guess. There's some weird shit on there. Oh, boy. I also looked up because I was considering trying to get a costume together for SpawnCon and going as Sam, but mm-hmm. I didn't have the time. And I was looking up plastic donuts, so it recommends me a lot of fake plastic donuts now. <laughs> It <laughs> like a lot cause, like I didn't buy it, so it's like, oh, he must really need this fake plastic donut. Oh man, well you you need to you need to to find whoever makes those those wax foods for the fronts of uh, Chinese restaurants. Yes, that's what you need. The ones that have like the whole the whole fish on them. 
Because that's some that's some quality work. That's the kind of fake donut you want. Mm-hmm. Looks so nice you could taste it. Yeah. You know what doesn't look so nice you could taste it, Johnny? Rebirth's body. Rebirth Rebirth's body post zombie zombie dissension. It is uh He looks like uh he looks like the guy in Day of the Dead after he gets his guts oh, ripped yeah. out at the end. <laughs> he's like choke on him. Yeah. Oh man. It is it is brutal. It is brutal. And then Sean that's uh, Sean. <laughs> Sean. That's uh, <laughs> I've been I've been pronouncing the name of this comic book for so long wrong for so long, Johnny. It's just Sean. Yeah, it's not Spawn, it's Sean. The P-A just sounds like, or the P just sounds like an H, so Sean. Yeah, like Sean the Sheep. Yeah, Sean the Sheep. Uh, I, somebody should do some art of Sean the Sheep dressed up as Spawn, that would be so cute. And have it say Sean, yeah, that'd be yeah. pretty good. <laughs> Sean. That'd be pretty awesome. Made ex- probably for just you and me. Yeah, uh, and then and then they could dress Wallace up as uh as the clown, and he could be like, the cheese, kitty, the cheese. <laughs> He's just eating cheese instead of hot dogs all the time. <coughs> oh, boy, I love this. This issue ends with a surprisingly tender moment from Spawn here. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Uh, Spawn shadow blasts into the, the compound, you know, um, and just, like, like, stumbles over to the wall and collapses, and it's just like, ah, jeez. Oh jeez, he's got the he's got the weight of the world on his shoulders, Gianni. Yeah, I feel you, Smoney. Yeah, how long can he keep this pace up, Johnny? Uh, that uh, that last panel is just a whole entire mood. Just collapse there, sitting there looking sad. Yeah, and then his power level almost says leet. <laughs> almost, almost, so close. One, it's three, one, three, three, one. one. How dare they! How dare they? <laughs> yeah, they could have made it say elite. Yeah, pretty good, pretty good. Uh, Spawning Ground presents the breakdown. We got questions and answers. We got <laughs> there is so much in this first <laughs> this first message. <laughs> so many questions, so many questions, which is actually remarked upon in the uh, <laughs> in the response. Okay, there's a lot to unpack here. <laughs> But but basically they're like uh, looking forward to the scorched like what you're doing. They love salmon twitch. They love she spawn. All that good stuff. They love haunt. And yeah, as those of us who read scorched and have been reading scorched know, she spawns salmon twitch. The uh, fucking salmon twitch haven't been in scorched. Damn it. Uh, she's she spawn and haunt at least are in scorched. Salmon yes, twitch they are. Way back. Maybe they'll come in one day. Man, it's real good. Real good. I do like I do like how quick this la- this next one is. I just wanted to say that Spawn is an amazing character. <laughs> the response. <laughs> I, I agree. agree. <laughs> uh, then we got the best cover in the world. The yep. King Spawn number one by Puppeteer Lee. One of the best. Yep. Real good. Real good. We get some kudos on keeping the price point at two ninety nine. And also a little comment on the cover upgrade, which is excellent. Excellent. Always nice. We love those fancy new covers. Yeah, they're good. They're good. The card stock is good. Uh, somebody asks if they'll bring Cyan back, and we'll. Well, we know that a couple of years later that they will. Yeah, yeah, eventually. Then, uh, what seems like a perennial question, but always fun to ask. Somebody asks if all the books are done digitally now, or there's still pencil and ink going on. And 
literally, literally the answer is just it depends on who's drawing it. <laughs> yeah. So. And then we get a really good, uh, just like pencils from Javi Fernandez from King Spawn 2. One that I remember talking about uh, distinctly because of the the in the background of the the sound of the machine gun going off. Oh yeah, that's, that's so where much. they shoot at the crowd. Yeah, yeah, that's those those crazy kids would have been brainwashed into uh, wanting to see. <laughs> Wanting to see the face of Billy Kincaid in their visors while they're uh, doing the deed. You gotta see him. Gotta see, oh, so fucking creepy. That, oh, God. Fucking goddamn Billy Kincaid is he's just... He's, he's just a like, weirdo. He's just like the fucking worst. But he's a, he's a great character. But he's just like... <laughs> yeah. Boy. I, I bet that early King Swan. I bet for certain for certain writers, I bet they kind of want to get into the headspace of their characters, so that way they can kind of feel feel that they're they're writing closer to the spirit of the of the character. I bet when they have to get in the headspace for Billy Kincaid, they're just like they're just like not good for a week or so after. They're just like oh, <laughs> they take they take like six showers a day and still feel dirty. They're just like. Ugh. Oh, well, we might get more of him in No Home Here. We'll see. Yeah. We're oh. following one of his victims. Boy, what a fucking creep. Image Classics ad after that. Ad for the Scorched number one coming out in December 2021. And that's Spawn 323, Johnny. That's it. That's a it. A good spooky issue for spooky season of 2021. As if we didn't have enough to think that was spooky at that time. It's even more spooky. Even more spooky. So next up, we have Gunslinger number 24. Like I said, the final and ultimate Brett Booth on this, maybe not final, but on this run of Gunslinger, his unbroken 24-issue run. Yeah. This is it, baby. This is, this is, this is the end of the marathon. He, uh, he like, like the original marathon participant, dropped dead immediately after finishing the last line of this book. Don't put that out there. <laughs> no, no, he didn't. He didn't. That's uh. That's Maybe my... he just took a nice. He took a nice nap. He took a nice nap. That's my thing about marathons. Is why would you want to do something that canonically uh it killed the demigod who first did it? Because <laughs> then you can prove you're better. Yeah, no, he huh. finished this issue of Gunslinger and went. Hmm, I'm gonna take a nap and just went and took a nap. Yeah, he, t- he took a nap. He took a he took a uh, an Al Simmons nap and woke up four days later and was like, "What? Huh? Where am I?" No, he got woken up by the t- the top father shaking him. He's like, yeah, guess what? You got to draw Spawn now." He's like, "No, I thought I was out." He's like, "No, you're gonna draw a main title." 
and it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't a phone call from the Todd father. He like he like broke into Brett Booth's studio. Yeah, was like Brett he was shaking, physically shaking. Him. <laughs> He's like, hey, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come <laughs> on. Oh, you gotta do the main title now, Brett. <laughs> There's no time for sleep. I don't sleep, but look at me. I can imagine that the Todd father doesn't sleep. Either that or like his 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 dreams or like he basically does work in his dreams and he's just like constantly constantly moving around. If I were Wanda, I would be like, Todd, Todd, I love you, but you gotta sleep on the couch. <laughs> you gotta like, you can't be spawning in the bed. <laughs> yeah. Probably just constantly just talking and spewing out ideas in his sleep. <laughs> he just he just he just has like a tape recorder next to his on his pillow, so that way he doesn't miss any of his good ideas. Oh shit! Write that down. <laughs> that that's all that's all the recording is. Is just write that down. <laughs> write that down. <laughs> well, we gotta start with the covers here. We got two awesome covers. Yeah, I've got I've got I've got uh cover A, the Mike Diodato Jr. cover. And it's uh it's real nice. Though I feel like a dummy for it taking me so long to figure out what's going on. So so on this Mike Diodato Jr. cover, it's got it's just it's just got Javi. Tall hat, wheeled in his revolvers, kinda aiming him just off center there. And I was like, if he's wearing gloves, why can you see his knuckles and his fingernails? Until I realized duh, he's got gloves with the fingers cut off of him. <laughs> oh i was like what is going on here he's wearing gloves he's wearing fingerless gloves that's what happened oh javi wearing fingerless gloves i'm sure he doesn't have can you imagine a hell spawn having having fingerprints like what would it look like would it just be like a Green. instead of instead of the loops and whirls we're used to it's just like a small representation of their face yeah, just so, a like, spawn symbol. so like spawn leaves little little kings little spawn symbols. Javi leaves his his now new little little bandit face. She spawned. Maybe it's... Mike Diodato Jr. is just obsessed with fingernails. Because there's that weird King Spawn when he did. Yeah, where Spawn's holding his hands up and it has fingernails. Yeah, maybe he's just showing off because I know fingers are a hard thing to get right. He's yeah, he's just right showing off. Everyone says hands like, are the hardest thing to draw. Like, he's just like, look at me, I can draw hands. <laughs> well, Lottie do. Yeah, he's like, no problem. He says, he says it's a piece of cake. A piece of crumb cake. No problem. Uh, then we've got a B cover here. B covers by Kale New. Okay, okay, okay. I think that's how you pronounce it. Forgive me if I'm pronouncing it wrong. And it's Javi, like, bent down on the ground, holding yeah. a gun at some guy who's also, like, who's, like, laying down, I imagine. He's holding yeah. his hand up in the foreground if this were on social media it would say pov you're about to get unalived by javi yeah pov <laughs> you're about to get shot and he's about to shoot a guy and he's got a really awesome collar in this and his hat is ridiculously yeah. tall yeah it's it's real good good javi good javi pop that sucker open we got the credits here mm -hmm. and we got script plot by todd mcfarland mm -hmm. art by brett booth Thank you for your service. As we know, play a little bit of taps. It's the last Brett Booth. Inkers of Delso Corona. Mm -hmm. Good inks. Colors by Ivan Nunes. Good colors. Lettering. You know him. I know him. Tom Wojciechowski. 
Uh, good lettering, except for one error that I'll point out when we get there. Wow. <laughs> Shots fired. Shots fired. Take that, Tomo. We already covered the covers. Sure did. Sure did. And we've got creative directors Tom McFarlane, and Thomas Healy is editor-in-chief. Hell yeah. Previously in Gunslinger. Gunslinger and Dakota barely make it out alive from their battle with Clown, and Dakota gives Javi a gift as thanks. Yeah. I, I don't remember if we mentioned this issue's from September 2023. Yeah, so not too long ago. Not too long ago at all. Gunslingtober. So yeah, last issue was kind of the denouement, the end of the fight. Is that how you say that word? The denouement. Is that how you say it? Uh, well, since it's French, you can you can give it a little extra on the denouement. Denouement. If you don't have people speaking it at you, and you were to just learn it from reading, denouement, uh, denouement would be what you'd say. So that's right. Fine. That's why I, I knew okay. exactly. I knew exactly what you meant. So it was fine. Okay, that's all you need. That's all language is for. Yeah. Getting across yeah. what you mean. No, but it was the end of the fight with Clown, and she gave him a little dinosaur that she says got a special trick, and then he and Taylor went on their merry way. Yeah. Yeah. And that was what happened last issue. They're uh, off to see the wizard's journey. They're off to see the lizard. The lizard? They're off to see the king yeah. wizard. And the lizard wizard. Deja, deja. That's a Jimmy Buffett song. Off to see the lizard. <laughs> Off to see the lizard. We're singing a lot on this episode. Hey, Johnny, it's uh, Wanda literally told me to shut up while I was singing earlier, so I gotta put it somewhere. <laughs> I tried singing some Jackie Wilson to her, and she wasn't having it. I was singing Taylor Swift. Ooh, nice. And my Wanda was also not having it. <laughs> I like how that just kind of like came together perfectly. We didn't plan on it, but yet. But yet it happened. It happened. Speaking of happening, what's happening here, Johnny? Taylor's waking up in darkness. He's yeah. in the void. He, does, he doesn't know and... why it comes or where it hides when it's not there. Either way, Taylor's never had control over it. This is fucking cool. This is fucking cool. Because we, we all know Taylor to be a doofus, but he's got, he's got a, a deep pain within him. He's got some kind of serious shit going on here. Yeah. And we go, like, we, we zoom in on Taylor, and then we zoom in on his eye, and then we go inside of his pupil. Inside his brain! Yeah, and then we see, uh, so, like, this issue is, has, like, four or five two-page spreads in it, which is obviously, like, a, hey, man, this is your last work on this issue, or this, this series go for, for a while, it, yeah. so just, just go big. Go big, then go home. Taylor is, uh, as an angel at the end of the first Hellraiser, he's just figured yes. out the... He's just figured out the box puzzle, and Pinhead's there like, haha, infinite pleasures? <laughs> he has a million chains sticking out of him. Yeah. yeah. Like, they're exactly the Hellraiser chains, too. They got the hooks on them and everything. No, I know. That's exactly what I thought. It's great. It's great. And so we learn that he's half angel, half mortal, and that his his dad's a fucking jerk and could have been like, hey, 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 dude, this is going to happen to you. His dad didn't give him the talk. Yeah, he didn't say you're gonna go through angel puberty. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna start sprouting feathers in places that you never had feathers before. <laughs> <laughs> and don't worry, it's natural. It happens to everyone who's happy. That's like exactly what happens in um, X Men Three at the beginning when Angel's like kid like filing off his wings. You remember that? His like dad walks in on him. He's a little kid. He's got wings. I. 
vaguely love X-Men 3. I vaguely. I think I've only... You said... Uh, you, I, I was just completing your sentence. You uh, said you yeah. love X-Men 3. Yes. It's your favorite movie yes, of all it's time. Good. It's the best one. Oh, my Cause, God. Because, Johnny, it was, it was the newest one of that series, so obviously it has to be the best one. Sure. Right? At the time... Yeah. I thought it was the worst one at the time. My my allegiance will always be to the first one because I've seen that one like twenty times. I like X two a lot. I don't remember much about X two. I don't know how well they've aged. Who knows? I mean, I can tell you now. I I saw some clips not too long ago, and that CGI did not did not age well. <laughs> the all the, I know is that Brian Singer's a real cool dude. I'm oh, glad yeah. he's directed oh, yeah. them. Yeah, the best. The best apparently. Ugh, disgusting. Dear. Disgusting. I can tell you probably that the uh, the argument for uh, allowing people to live just because they're people uh, and that's a good thing probably is still more relevant than it needs to be. Oh, on X Men, yeah, yeah. No, I'm sure like X Two compared to like movies these days are probably like is like a fucking Ingmar Bergman film. <laughs> Why is it so slow and moody? Seriously, I mean, compared to like a Marvel movie, they you know these days it's so much like the climaxes of the X Men movies were like two people like punching each other. Yeah, like the scope, the scope that they've had, everything needs to have a certain like level of scale, and it's real weird. Like for on Godzilla Day, they were showing the 1998 Godzilla on T on Pluto TV. Nice, and it's weird how intimate it feels, even though it's supposed to be. A big, a big monster attacking New York City. It's very, it's very weird. It's so, it's so small and cozy. Where now it would be big and vast distances and. Yeah, and there's like a cast of many characters. I don't know. Yeah. Nineties movies, man. I don't know. Some of them good. Pretty good. I like that Godzilla movie. All right, I know I like, you like it. I, I mean, I've, I've seen it so many times. Oh boy, oh boy. It was uh, it was like fun. It. it was fun just being like, "Oh, hey, that's where that thing that I always say comes from." Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> from Godzilla. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Like the main love story in it is uh, a lady who knew a guy in college, and she sees him on TV and is like, "Oh, hey, look, he's on TV. Maybe I should try to hook up with him again." I'm like what? <laughs> that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen, John. It might. Nobody watches TV anymore. Yeah. At live, at least. Watching well, just Pluto TV live. I also discovered that on Hulu, if you search for Cinemax, you don't have to pay for it, but they have a whole bunch of Cinemax live channels that just constantly show movies. Oh, nice. Well, they got a, I, they, I love a live channel. What they what they got on Cine, the Cinemax channels? Let's see. I was watching... I have Blair Witch 3 was on the other day. I watched the end of that. I didn't even know there was a Blair Witch 3. The reboot. The reboot. Oh, oh okay, 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 okay. I call it Blair Witch, just Blair Witch. Okay. Which is technically, it's Blair Witch 3. Yeah. Um, the, it's a good movie. It is a good movie. Uh, Gone Girl was on, so I watched like 45 minutes of that. Oh, nice, nice, nice. We watched some Final Destination. Oh, nice. A good one. That movie's hilarious. <laughs> the, the first one? Yes, it was the first one. Man, I love I love every once in a while on the internet there's a picture of a heavily loaded down truck with stuff not correctly tied down and it's like now I know this guy never I I know this fool never watched Final Destination and it shows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that log. Oof. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of terror, 
terror uh taylor taylor wakes up wakes up speaking of terror taylor terror terror taylor terror taylor wakes up you know in a cold sweat you ever wake up in a cold sweat no you never talk about it you never talk about it. you never talk about it he screams no more pain and yeah hobby's like hey man hey hey stop hey it's okay just relax and then Taylor's like, chill out, buddy. He's like, wait, where are we? Oh, wait, no, that's next. That's next. Uh, little, the little dinosaur is just like, <laughs> it's, they need to get it like a little emotional support dinosaur vest because that's what's happening here. <laughs> he does need that. Yeah. And then Taylor notices that Javi is, Javi apparently got the haunt treatment at one point. Yeah, I got a lot of scars. Yeah. And scars on Nars. So maybe maybe that's the maybe um how he got these scars uh is why he he made it so that way he had to like magically lock his knives inside his hat because because he didn't do that initially and somebody took his hat from him and stabbed him all up. Yes, that's why they're bat- that's why they're fused to his hat. That'll be in Deadly Tales of the Gunslinger for sure. <laughs> That'll be great. Mind your own business, boy. Don't need your pity. <laughs> That's great. That's okay. And then and the tailor was like, Where where are we? And Javi was like, You said you needed to stop. We just stopped. And it was like, Well, we didn't go to a hotel or anything. And he's like, You just said you wanted to stop. And he was like, Okay, awesome. Great. <laughs> Thanks. Great. Just sleeping on a tree. And he's oh <laughs> the dinosaur's being nice to him. Yeah, it's giving him kisses. Look at that. Look at that. Now, for anybody who's ever had a ever had a dog, you know for a fact that that dinosaur would be trying to stick its tongue right up his nose. It would just be like, oh yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know why dogs want to lick your mouth and your nose so much, but they do all the time. It's real weird. Cause they love you. Yeah, they they want <laughs> they want to steal your breath. Yeah, like the cats used to do. Yeah, and then Javi's like, "Hey, while you were while you were out, I uh I taught this I taught this little dinosaur a thing or two. <laughs> watch this. He's like, watch this. She fits perfectly in my pocket. <laughs> it's like it's like he's a salesman being like, and it just goes right in here, and, and no bulge. It doesn't it doesn't show on the outside. <laughs> just perfectly in the pocket. And he's like, I just pull her out. Then watch the shark on my enemies' faces. And he transforms, and the dinosaur just like starts vibrating and glowing, and whoa, turns into a noble steed. That's quite a noble steed. Noble steed with a big sword dildo on its yeah. head. Yeah, it's a force of it's a hellish force of nature, Jeremy. Yeah, look at this thing. It's it's amazing, and it's got no lips, so all of its teeth are bared, and its its legs are on fire. Its saddle horns like a big skull. Yeah. Uh, Javi better hope he doesn't ever uh, lean too far forward or else he's going to get a couple more yeah. scars on his stomach. <laughs> it's like a spiky skull is the saddle horn. He doesn't have any stirrups, though, so... He doesn't need stirrups. See, his, his legs is going to get tired. But yeah, holding on to it like that, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, part of this, this fun two-page spread. Another two-page spread for uh, Mr. Brett Booth. Yep, get to show off the horse. I'm wondering if they're... They're gonna they're if they're gonna do another GameStop exclusive gunslinger with horse and have it be this one. They should do that every ah. every time they want to do a new a new gunslinger. They do they also do a new gunslinger with a new horse. That would be dope. 
This reminds me of a McFarlane figure I had back in the day. I had the Headless Horseman from Sleepy Hollow. Uh-huh. It was a great fucking figure. Nice. It was a horse, and the horseman could sit on the horse. It was great. Man. Wish I still had that. Yeah. That would be great. Man. The t- Todd McFarlane, McFarlane toys. That makes, makes some pretty decent toys, Johnny. Yeah. Especially at that time, around 99, 2000. Yeah. Uh, 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 um, yep. So we got we got that reveal of the new horse. And then he just like, he rides away. And Taylor's like, wait, where are you going? <laughs> like it, it started off as a, as a, look at this cool thing I learned, Taylor. And then he's like, okay, bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, bye-bye. <laughs> See ya. He's like, well, I'm already on the horse, you know. Might as well. Um, and then he rides. He rides two hours to go see. Ah, fuck. What's his name? Wea. Yeah, Wea. And uh, Javi's just like, oh, that boy ain't right. <laughs> and then it flashes back to Taylor going, "That's my purse. I don't know you." <laughs> Wea says he's got some poison in him from his bloodline. Yeah. Uh, uh, Javi's like, I know, that's why I'm here. I'm telling you about it so you can deal with it. I got other shit to do. <laughs> You're the great shaman, the medicine man. Uh, he's like, no. He's like, fuck, fuck that. I taught you, be- I taught you to be better than that. And Javi's like, I'm not better than that. Uh, there's a sickness, and there's a sickness in Javi too, which we know um, because he absorbed those angel wings that he put on himself. So, yes, he's got a little bit of heaven in there. You got some heaven in my hell guy. He got some hell guy on my head. Um, yep, 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 yep. So, you know, Javi and, and Wea having a little bitty, a little spat, um, which I assume would probably be um, just, you know, a normal conversation between Javi and anyone trying to learn him anything. <laughs> Javi seems like a terrible student. <laughs> oh, yeah. He just wants to just argue the whole time. Yeah. Argue. Just shut up and open your ears a little bit, Javi. Jesus. Um... Then we we flash to a bar somewhere else. We've got a very elegant lady talking to one of her friends who she set up on a blind date. And oh boy. Oh boy, it's <laughs> it's terrible. The guy showed up, he was wearing plaid and stripes. Yeah. So And it just gets Oof. worse from there. <laughs> just gets worse from there. So like it like he invited his his buddies to come along on his date and it's like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the dude? fuck's wrong with this guy? Yeah, what a jerk. She uh, she goes to uh, you know freshen herself up a little bit after her after her meal, and she comes back to her table, and there's a hooded man sitting there. A hoodie. A hoodie man. He's uh, his name is Thomas, and he's a jerk face. No, no, her boyfriend's name is Thomas. This guy's a jerk face. Um, he's he's telling her that she's got to get. Her boyfriend to do some stuff for them, or else something bad's probably gonna happen to her son. Cause, you know, we learned that she has a child and has no money. So Mr. Hoodie Man pushes over a, a thing and he says, Go on Pawn Stars. They'll give you nowhere near what it's worth. Yeah, he she takes it's like a necklace, like a silver necklace yeah, thing. It's, uh, it it's like an angel. It's it, I am assuming it's probably supposed to be Saint Michael. Okay. Like a St. Michael pendant for protection. Or St. Christopher. St. Michael. St. Michael. St. Christopher? Like I always say, you're the biblical scholar. Yeah, because St. Michael's the one who 
fought the dragon, right? Saint Saint George. Saint George. Saint Michael fighting the dragon. Oh, but that was uh, Saint George. But that's that's where Michael became the protector. So yeah, it's, if it is a saint pendant, it's Saint Michael because Saint Michael is for protection. So okay, well, might be Saint Michael. A long way to a long way to say that I was right the first time and I shouldn't have gone any further. Trying to add details that I didn't know about, and he's like, "We need your, we need your boyfriend to be in by Friday." And then this guy leaves the restaurant and he comes out to his car and the tires are slashed. <laughs> and our boy Javi's just standing there with a knife. You know, hmm, I wonder who. Well, crazed. Like yeah, he looks awesome. Oh yeah. And this this hoodie dude's just like you know. He's like, I'm an important man. You're a dead man. I'm an important man. And Javi's just like, oh, word. Uh, then we get the... throw you into the car. Then we get the opening reading. And the quickness that Javi, Javi takes to this guy is he immediately cuts off two of this guy's fingers. Um, and then is like... Sloop. He's like, hey, you guys never give me the answers that I want the first couple of questions I ask. So I figured you're just going to lie to me twice, so I cut off two of your fingers. If you don't want to lose any more. <laughs> Might as well talk. Might as well talk. And this guy, this guy's scared because, you know, Javi's, Javi's no nonsense. Javi asks him if he came through the time rip with Casey Winston. This guy did. And then he asks several more questions that we don't see. The last of which was, is, uh, I'm told you've got something that belongs to me. I want it back. And ooh, what's this thing that belongs to him? Who knows? I don't know. What could it be? What could, what could it be? Um, and then we flashed back to... Did we get her name? I don't know. Sharon. We flashed back to Sharon's Sharon's apartment. Uh, she's, she's back home with her boyfriend, Thomas. And he's just like, hey, hey, babe, I'm gone. I'm out of here. And she's like, what? Please, no, what, what? And he's like, nah, man. Uh, nah, nah, man. Nah, man. I thought I was going to be... I thought I was going to be good, a good father, unlike my father. But it turns out I'm a piece of shit like him, too. So I'm, I'm out of here. And this actually brings up the Tomo issue that I had. And it's the panel right before the bottom one where it says that Sharon is saying, and what pisses me off most is your, your baby needs stability in his life. Stability I was going to give you, unlike his deadbeat dad. Sharon doesn't say that. That's obviously Thomas. Oh, yeah. Because Sharon responds in the next one. You can still do that, Thomas, please. Okay, that, that makes sense, because I got kind of confused by this part. And I was like, what? Yeah, they just they just put the little arrow in the wrong area. It should have been facing up. But it's fine. It's forgivable. It's it's figure-outable. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but so this dude, this dude just leaves like a jerk, because he's a jerk. And that's how he leaves. And... Then the baby starts crying. Yeah, Sharon Sharon is, like, tossed into just turmoil. And her baby starts crying, so she's like, well, gotta go take care of this little dude. And then Javi, Javi's there, and he says, leave. You turn on the lights, and there's a gunslinger in your yeah. baby's room. That'd be fucking terrifying. Yeah, and she says, he says, leave the lights off. Are you turning those lights off? I don't know. I'd, tur I'd turn them off and leave. I do like that the uh, the little fascinator over the bed is just all little dinosaurs. Yes, you get a lot of little dinosaur references here. Yeah. Also, also fun to think, how long has this been since Taylor woke up? So Gunslinger literally just left him in the middle of the woods to go do a whole bunch of errands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he did. He was like, ah, I'm going to go. Uh, he says, Goodbye. Um, I'm told I'm told he needs a doctor. 
the baby. She says, yes, he also needs a mother that's alive. And Javi's like, yeah, 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 okay. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go give me <laughs> that necklace you got. Give me that necklace. Go give me that necklace you got earlier. Yeah, so she comes back with the necklace. It checks the back to confirm it's authentic. It says, Amy, my sweet sister. So this is... It was Amy's. This was the uh, item in question that Javi asked about. That's the last question for the dude. And then Javi says they tested their drug they tested him with their drugs, didn't they? Referring to the baby. And then we get to see why he asks that question. And uh Baby's real messed up. Real real messed up. It's like uh half the baby. Ha- it's kind of like baby two faced baby is what it is. Because it looks yeah, like basically. half the baby is has been burned. And isn't the cutest little dinosaur onesie. <laughs> that is a really cute onesie. Yeah. And he's surrounded by just stacks of Benjamins. So so Javi once again being like, here's here's some, I don't I don't understand money. Here just have some money. So he helps. Just have some money. Here's like ten thousand dollars. <laughs> and then she begins to cry along with the baby. That's how Brett Booth ends his run, is yeah. a deformed baby. Yeah. Uh pretty pretty wild. Pretty wild. I was I was like, okay. <laughs> but I turned to the page. As soon as it happened, I was like, Johnny, <laughs> Johnny. <laughs> Holy crap, the way this issue ends. Yeah. It ends with a bang. This is a bang. Father was on something. He was on his wavelength. He was on a tear. He was on a tear. Then we get some spawning grounds. Presents the SDCC 2023 roundup. Uh, some more pictures of the Todd Father with people. <laughs> the picture of the Todd Father with the baby, which... Uh... I don't know if it's the best image for this issue. <laughs> I don't know. He's sure he's sure having a good time with it. He's with a Laker baby. I bet I bet, I bet uh the Todd Father seems like a, one of those people who like always takes time out of his if he's ever anywhere and he runs into a baby, he always takes time out to interact with the baby. So so I bet if you're ever at any sort of convention or anything and you've got a baby with you, he's like, Get that baby the fuck up here. I wanna talk to this baby. <laughs> I can see it. I can see it. I could see it. And you got Jonathan Glapian doing some sketching. Uh-huh. And then Todd McFarlane, Davis, Desmalchin hanging out. Yep, 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 yep. And Janesha Adams-Ginyard, um, who I'm going oh, to assume is uh, one of the Delora... Mo- oh, I forget how to pronounce it. What? One of the... Is she... Because she's got a picture of, I'm assuming that's herself, um, from the Black Panther. She's one of the one of the guardians of the Black Panther. Oh, of course. What the... I didn't even realize that's what the picture was. Okay. Yeah. She's an actor. Yeah. Got it. Shit, I forget how they're pronounced. Uh, the... I don't remember. Delora Mazengale, real estate agent. The Dora Milaje. There we go. I was putting the L in the wrong word. Dora Milaje. Dora Milaje. Got it. One of those. What? Well, those are the Whoa. those are the the warrior women from Wakanda. Yeah. No, I got yeah, you. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Didn't... yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't originally see what what the picture yeah, was. I me, me either. I didn't. I didn't recognize it until like right before I said something and then butchered the word. Okay. Yeah. Nice. And yeah, David Dasmalchen's there because he's doing that Samurai versus Knights. Nice. For Todd McFarlane Productions. And he's got that dope tiger shirt still. Dope tiger shirt. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Do you need more spawns, Universe Johnny? Always. All right. Well, then don't miss these ongoing titles. All of them ongoing. You got a whole bunch of previews for the October issues. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Sure do. That good, good Sigor cover. 
Yeah, you were complaining there weren't enough monkey covers. There's plenty. Yeah. Well, the, it's not that there aren't enough monkey covers. It's that there's no monkey covers on issues that monkey appear. <laughs> yes, it never never happens. <laughs> it's always it's 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 usually on a mostly monkeyless issue. The Image Classics ad that we've been having for a while, and McFarland Toys. That's uh that's Gunslinger twenty four, Johnny. Twenty four leaves you wanting more. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. And well, that brings us that brings us to the uh, the part of the show, Johnny, where we finish the finish the issues, and then got some puppies to rate. So it's time to rate the puppies. It's time to rate them. Um, so first up, we had Spawn 323, uh, kind of like a little side story where this guy shows up and fucks with Spawn and he raises some zombies, Yeah, kills them. Um, I mean, I don't know, too, uh, it's not terrible, it's just not my favorite issue of Spawn, yeah. it's just, it's a little muddled, like... Just the back and forth dialogue with him and this guy. This guy, Rebirth, shows up and is immediately dead by the end of the issue. <laughs> yeah. Well, his name might imply that maybe he'll be reborn. Yeah. But he's, um, he's kind of like uh, every character in Aliens versus Predator, the sequel, uh, that they're just introduced to be killed. Right. Um, you talk about Alien versus Predator Requiem? Yeah. Whatever the second one was. I, I thought they, they were Requiem. clever and tried to do. Alien versus Predator for the first one, and then Aliens versus Predator for the second one, because you know. nope, AVPR because it was rated R, Requiem. Um, but I don't know, it wasn't my favorite issue. Just kind of a little muddled. It's just got some like, yeah, not muddled. No, but John, I don't, the, the, what, I don't know. The first one is Alien versus Predator, and the second one is Aliens versus Predator Requiem. So they okay, did, well there you go. They did keep with the okay. Sorry, <laughs> that was good Im- to know. That was important enough to uh, <laughs> to, derail. to get you to derail you from your your reviewing your rating of these puppies. I mean the art's cool. I don't know. I, I'm gonna give it a two point five. I'm gonna give it two point five zombie chickens. <laughs> two point five zombie chickens. Nice. Nice. Well, Johnny, I I agree with you. The art, the art in this issue is absolutely excellent. The story really doesn't go anywhere, but right. But it's not. Let's just say it's not like issue seven bad. Uh, <laughs> the first fight with Overt Kill. <laughs> yeah. So it's not terrible. Uh, I'm gonna say my rating for this is right on the cover. I'm giving it three zombie puppies, three puppies. <laughs> Wolf puppies. Nice. Right in the middle. Kind Love of zombie middle, puppies. Yeah. I mean, my favorite part of the issue is definitely the Bjorn Barron's Trick or Treat cover. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's... Because, I mean, back when you had 24 episodes a season of television shows that all had, like, 12 seasons. Right. You had a lot of just, like, unnecessary or kind of, like, filler episodes. And it I wouldn't feels go like so far to declare this as a filler issue. But right, because it is it is actually laying groundwork. It's it's just stuff that they got to get out there to make future stories make sense. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's like you're climbing stairs and you get you get to the break between between floors and you just gotta you guys gotta take a breather. 
This is this is like a breather issue. Yeah. yeah. Three zombie. There you wolf, go. Three zombie wolf puppies. Our second issue was Gunslinger twenty four, Brett Booth's blast for the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of just Gunslinger establishing his new horse, setting up some stuff with Taylor. The most the most important establishing is the new horse. <laughs> yeah, I mean, kind of. Uh, you get the horse. You get Taylor. You get. Gunslinger's back on the trail of the people who have wronged him. Mm-hmm. You get and you get a really kind of crazy gotcha ending there. Yeah, for real. Man. Um, but I'm gonna give it four dinosaur onesies. It's good. It's a good. That's a good. That's a good. I'm uh. I'm gonna give this Johnny. I'm gonna give this five pocket dinosaurs. Uh. Wow. Because, well, I'm always I'm always a little biased when it comes to gunslinger books, so I always want to rate them higher because I just fucking love it. But Brett Booth, Brett Booth was a blast on this book. I need to, we need, I need to send him off with a, with a fitting, with a fitting rating. That's good. He's got the, I mean, literally the art in this book is spectacular. It's just fun to look at. Stories, yeah, story's it is pretty good. It's uh it's also kind of a breather issue, but it's much more to the point and kind of focused. <laughs> so, so it reads, right. it reads much better than three twenty three. So. I wouldn't say it's perfect, but I'm giving it the perfect score because it was a good ride. So, yeah, there you go. Thank you, Brett Booth. Yeah, thank you very much, sir. While we're thanking Brett Booth. Yeah. Maybe you can thank him on Instagram. Yeah, you could do that. Is he on Instagram? We should look that up real quick. Yeah, Brett Booth Comic Art, I think is what his tag is. Nice. Yeah, we should definitely thank him. We should all send him emails being like, or (laughs) DMs being like, thank you. Thank you for Thank you. drawing uh, the gunslinger. We appreciate it. Yeah. We'll see you in spawn. Yeah. It'll be real good. Real, real good. Uh, but while you're on Instagram, we always like to give a shout out to someone every week. And David, I believe you had someone special in mind. Yes, uh, I do. I want to shout out one digital Kronos. Uh, that's all one word, digital Chronos. Chronos spelled C-R-O-N-O-S. And they they got they got a lot of really cool a lot of really cool custom painted McFarlane figures. Spawn and beyond. He's got he's got like a whole a whole platoon of Doom guys that he's he's painted to be like different. It's real cool. It's real cool. He also he also posts non-spawn things that are uh, very much things that Johnny and I both love, particularly pictures of dogs and uh, Star Wars stuff. <laughs> what else do you need? Yeah, what else is there, Johnny? There's nothing else in the world. Dogs, spawn, Star Wars stuff. He also he also has some pretty dope Gundams, um, and I'm I'm not I'm not really, I never got bit by the Gundam bug, but I can. Yeah, I they're cool. The people like them. Yeah. yeah, they're awesome. Yeah. I love a Gundam. They're just sort of like flexible and they have like really cool accessories, I thought. So yeah, Digital Kronos. Give them a follow. It's real cool. While you're over there, be sure to give us a follow. We are regarding Spawn Pod on Instagram. Yes, we are. We're posting uh, pictures from the episodes that were relevant, uh, pickups, things like that. Mm-hmm. So make sure to give us a follow. While you're there, also we've got Brian... Voils does our music. That's Brian underscore Voils underscore 27. Hell yeah, it is. We give him a follow as well. And also make sure to like, rate, review, subscribe anywhere you can get podcasts. Yes. Um, we really do our counting on word of mouth and 
grassroots campaign to get the word of spawn out there yeah yeah i mean it's uh it's spreading like hellfire if if hellfire spreads real slow but you know that's fine it's still getting there it's still getting there johnny it's, it's spreading david don't be so negative i said it's spreading like hellfire it's just it's on earth and hellfire is naturally not going to be as as robust in not its natural environment but it's still getting out there okay all right yeah yeah I'm trying to be I'm trying to be positive. But as mentioned last week, uh I'm still feeling pretty good. So uh I gotta I gotta self-deprecate a little bit or else I feel Oh like right, I'm... right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um so what are we gonna read for next week, David? What are we gonna read for next week? We are gonna read a couple of issues from Spawn's Universe. Can you believe it? I can't. Oh, well uh so we're gonna have a classic book and a not so classic book. Um classic book is going to be spawn 324 finishing up that loop our not so classic book is going to be king spawn 26 the second of the todd father pinned king spawn issues um Ooh. and who 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 boy who buddy it's a lot it's uh i might accidentally be conflating it with king spawn 27 never mind uh you are who, you are who but there's a lot in this one it's, this uh this todd father arc on king spawn has got a lot of stuff in it yeah it's gets real serious in 27. Yeah, it's it's good though. It's good though. We we're here for it. We're here for it. Always. Yeah. So, speaking of being here for it, we are also here for you in the form of electronic mail. Email. email. Drop us a line. Yeah. So, if you ever if you ever want to talk to us, send us an email regarding at gmail.com. We've got this thing right now uh where well this thing right now being Johnny has promised to read any email you send us in. If you send us an email, Johnny reads it online. You get a sticker. We'll send you a sticker in the mail because we got stickers. A dog sounds like he's real excited about the sticker. Oh, the snoring pug in my lap. Is that what it is? A snoring pug? Yeah, she's asleep. It's the only way to keep her from like fucking howling. So Sorry, sorry about all the the grumbly, rumbly, rumblies there, guys. But it's either this or yeah. I'll choose the grumbly rumblies. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I wish there were a way to not have either of them, but yet keep the pug here. Uh, but there's not. So yeah, we make do. We make do. We make do. So yeah, hit us up on email, and yeah. we'll send you a sticker. Yeah. I always like to ask a prompt to get those juices flowing. Yeah, you do. And uh, today, I wanted to ask, inspired by my favorite aspect of 323, the trick-or-treat cover, I know it's a little bit past Halloween, but did you guys have any good Halloween costumes this year? Do you see any good ones? Do you see any Spawn costumes? Just let us know if you about some Halloween costumes you saw this year that you liked. Yeah. I saw a grand total of zero Halloween costumes. I really didn't see that many either. I was at SpawnCon, and then I came back, and I had to work. It also it also snowed on Halloween in Chicago, so that kind of put a damper. Yeah. Though the one the one thing I did see because it was right in front of my face, one of my coworkers had their their daughter at work, and they were going to take them to a mall near work to go trick or treating inside there. This child dressed up as Cardinal Copia from ghosts and it was absolutely dope they put on like the little fake mustache and everything i loved it loved that's it. awesome so good gotta love ghosts gotta love copia that little rat man yeah 
the rats. Yeah, I didn't really see that many this year, but uh, hopefully somebody did, and they can tell us about it. Yeah, yeah, please do. And I can live vicariously through you. Yeah, hell yeah, that's the best. That's the best way to live, Johnny. You ain't got to do nothing. You get all the all the excitement with none of the the boring walking between. Right. Exactly. That that is that is the modern world. Well, Johnny, I got I got some grumbles to deal with. I got some grumbles of my own to make because I'm gonna I'm gonna go have a a nap that I forget who I am for a couple of hours and then wake up still not knowing who I am. And then, or you might fall asleep, wake up seven days later, surrounded by vampires in a cabin in the woods. <laughs> that might happen too. I'll I'll uh, I'll report back. <laughs> so I think I think that leaves me just to say, Johnny. May the scorched be with you. And also with you, David. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, and well well, Johnny, Johnny, I'm going to I'm going to uh go to sleep under the watchful gaze of of White Terry Fitzgerald, and I hope I hope that he does not invade them. So this'll be this is this is my new dream catcher. It's gonna be Terry Fitzgerald scares away all the nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> White Terry Fitzgerald. Now that's the nightmare. Does, does, don't you say that about me, Johnny? Maybe, maybe for good dreams, I should put Jessica Priest on top of my bed. That's. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna go. Ooh. I'm gonna go tape this Jessica. Some Priest. kind of, some kind of dream. I'm not gonna say which. I'm gonna go tape this Jessica Priest card to the ceiling above my bed, so it can be the last thing I see at night and the first thing I oh see. Oh my in god. <laughs> All right, well, I'll see you in court, divorce court. <laughs> so uh, please please attend to my funeral when Wanda kills me. Um, uh, Johnny, I bequeath to you all my Spawn stuff. Uh... Yes. <laughs> That's all I wanted. <laughs> Goodbye forever. Good night, David.